Bookworms, welcome to the Weekend Readers Book Club. Thank you for joining us. In this episode, we are discussing the dystopian novel released in 1949, I'm gonna say. 1949, yes. It is the cult classic 1984 by George Orwell. There was a lot of dates in that intro. So, 1984 is a novel about a world, well, it's a retrospect look on how the world could be, uh, written in 49, about the future 84. The book is based around the main character, Winston. In the story, Winston works for the government, and in this book, the government basically controls everything. You don't question the government, you don't go against the government, and in this novel we follow Winston as he starts to question everything that he knows and everyone around him. And we just follow Winston on the journey that he goes from, you know, awakening, and it takes you just on a journey that's not only mental and emotional, it's both spiritual and physical. So yeah, it's Winston's story about how he lives in the future. Now that's just the basic overview. I've read the book and <laughs> I've, I've struggling on how to do this episode, to be honest. Do I go full conspiracy mode or do I go just based on the book or what? Um, okay, so I've read the book and here are my thoughts. I'm going to try and keep it just based on the book itself. The book itself, I found, was a hard read. It's not hard in the sense that the words or the meaning, anything like that. It's just the book is broken up into three parts. And in the first part, there is a lot of world building. But to George Orwell's defense, that world building pays off a lot. In parts two and three. So I found it for me. The first part was a hard slog to get through. Because we are world building. And Winston's taking us on the journey. Explaining the world he's in. The world around him. And how everything runs. Especially with people or individuals. But also the government itself. So part one of the book. A lot of world building. You follow Winston as he explains everything around him. Part two of the book, Winston gets a girlfriend. Yes, that's the biggest takeaway I can say. I'm not going to spoil too much of the story for people if you haven't read it. Because I, I like myself, this is the first time reading the book. And I know it's a cult classic. And I went into the story with very limited viewpoints of what the story was about so it did become as the book opened up and the story blossomed it was very intriguing so I'm gonna say part two Winston gets a girlfriend and part three Winston's life is flipped on its head and the question of not only how but why <laughs> you see what I did there you know that if you read the book the world is the way it is, gets answered 
on so many levels. And I will say, not as a spoiler, but even when you win, you do not win. And in addition to that, what did you actually think you were going to win in the first place? (laughs) Deep, right? Deep. This book is crazy good on so many levels and I will say as a person who likes a good conspiracy theory can look at something and objectively go I can see this side of the coin and I can see that side of the coin and that side of the coin that we're we're not really supposed to believe that But all the actions by other parties have caused me to go, well, if they can do this, 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 and this, why can't they actually do this? Conspiracy theory, right? It was such an amazing read to read. And it's funny, I told my book guy, Brian, that this book, is coming up on my radar, I wanted to read 1984. And he goes, I'm going to be really intrigued to see what you think of it based on your viewpoints of the real world. And I'm going to say, holy crap, Brian, you were right. Um, This book is right up my alley. This book makes you think a lot. Like, a lot. And while the... The extent that 1984 goes to in relation to the government controlling everything. I'm just going to say. Read the book. Then you look at your own governments that are in play and you're like. Huh. Who does everybody actually work for? And what am I in the scheme of things, in relation to just a cognate wheel for a massive population, just to allow the governments to continue going through the cycle that they go through, because a lot of the times you can look at the left and you can look at the right and go, well, in essence, they're the same ideology, they've just got to that ideology a completely different way and the minor ideologies that potentially could be somewhat closer to the real truth or the real vision that one may have for a government get shunned out solely because the left and the right are there just voicing their bigger opinions and running the show and oh my gosh this book was amazing But in all seriousness, 1984, as I said, the start of the book was a real struggle for me. I didn't really understand why reading the first part, it wasn't flowing for me. I'd read and I'm like, I don't understand what we're trying to get at. I get world building, but it didn't all click together. But come the second and third part, you're like, oh, okay. I understand now why we spent so much time world building in part one. So if you get past that hard slog, everything else just falls into place. For me, (laughs) if you haven't guessed it already, 
I love this book. This book is amazing. And I'm, I would say if you have never read 1984 and you have a little ounce of conspiracy theory in you or just a little ounce of questioning the who, the what, the why, the where in relation to, say, potentially the government that controls you or another part of the world, this book may be right up your alley if you have never read it. So, the question is, will 1984 be going on to my bookshelf? I'm laughing while I'm saying this because I already know the answer. Damn straight it is. And I'm going to say, it's going into like the top 10 books I've ever read. It's up there in relation to the books that I have that are just my favorite reads of all time. And that's the likes of Ready Player One, Gone Girl, 13 Reasons Why, Watermelon, and The Runaway Jury, which is, you know, arguably the best book I've ever read. But yeah, 1984 by George Orwell. Welcome to the bookshelf. As the customs here on the Weekend Readers Book Club, as one book closes, another book has to open, and it is now time to find out what the next read is. And bookworms, we can confirm, and you probably know if you listened to the last episode, the next book for the Weekend Readers is The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. Left and right, as I said in last episode... These are the two books that somewhat polarise US politics. One side says they want to turn the world into 1984. One side says it wants to turn it into The Handmaid's Tale. So, I've never read The Handmaid's Tale. Never watched the movie or the TV show of The Handmaid's Tale. I know nothing of The Handmaid's Tale. Like, I know less of The Handmaid's Tale than I did of 1984. And going into 1984, all I knew was it was basically New World Order. That was the gist of it. Um, I just knew that the government controlled everything. At what extent, I didn't know until I read and finished the book. But The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, you are the next read for the Weekend Readers Book Club. So bookworms, that there was my discussion and review of 1984 by George Orwell. A book I thoroughly enjoyed book as i said i struggled a little bit on in relation to the world building but once i got past it it flowed and i understood the necessity of that world building a book that just took me on a journey in relation to winston's story where you follow along and you just see what he sees experience what he experiences and you know you can't knock the man. He gets a girlfriend, so he gets a little something-something in the story. So big up, Winston. <laughs> but in saying that, a book I thoroughly enjoyed. 1984 by George Orwell. So that's it for today, bookworms. As always, thank you for listening. And until next time, happy reading.